Welcome back to Speaks Hoppy Hour. It's your boy Alex Eats and Speaks. It's another Friday, so you know what that means. Let's grab a brew. Let's listen to some tunes, kick back, and relax. Let's go. It's actually pretty funny. I uh, I just came from the grocery store and I was there just perusing the aisles as one might do. And there was a woman, she was shopping and she just looks at me and was like, excuse me, would, would you happen to know where the ice cream is in this place? And I was like, don't you ever insult me like that ever again. It's aisle 16, halfway down to your left. Good day. <laughs> no, it was very polite. I was like, yeah, it's over there. But... <laughs> just funny of course she thinks i know where the uh the ice cream is the hagen does bars oh god bless her soul hopefully she's eating some ice cream right now I'll tell you what we're doing right now today we are celebrating a brewery not just any brewery we're celebrating 127 years anchor brewery san francisco california earlier this week there was some sad news that they'll be shuttering the doors and uh they won't uh be around anymore so that's pretty sad i um i've had their beer a few times i don't remember it but today we're gonna drink their uh, anchor steam beer so this is like a um steam beer is like a type of beer i was reading about it so it's uh i believe the lager hops are left out a little bit longer in the heat or they're like he- they're heated at a temperature that's not normal regardless we're gonna we're gonna try it steam beer anchor steam beer should be good but um yeah that's a shame you know i feel like if an institution gets to like a hundred years no matter what it is i feel like the at some point the government should have like first right to step in and buy it and maybe that's not the best idea i, don't know, I didn't think it through but you know, they should be able to preserve it. You know, if another buyer comes along, they can sell it. It's just, you know, it's a shame losing an institution that's been around. When was 18, 18, 1896? So during the gold rush. Yeah. Gottlieb Berkeley arrived from Germany. I'm allowed to, I'm allowed to butcher that name and uh, began brewing steam beer in San Francisco. So yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's toast to anchor. And, uh, yeah, I guess, like, yeah, like I said, steam beer is like a type of beer. I guess it's a craft lager. I'll be the judge of that. Bottles, too. Classy today. Man, what a week. Let's see here. Mmm, smells like your uh, typical lager. I'm liking how that smells. Well, that's good. Hmm. Hmm, liking that off the off the first pool. Yeah. Let's get into it. Let's play some tunes. Got something lined up here. Woke up in a Dr. Dog mood. Band out of Philadelphia, Dr. Dog. Play some uh Can She Dance? Dr. Dog, and we'll get to this beer when we get back. Cheers. Right. 
dance great song dr dog gotta love a good philly band yeah i've been uh been uh dancing with this anchor steam beer and i gotta say they were spot on it is a craft lager you know a lot of the times you know i always grab like the ipas or like the hazies or what have you and you know 
Got to give it to a nice lager, a nice pilsner. I mean, I, I thought this year was going to be the year of the pilsner. I remember people saying that. And I think it should come back. We should get back to these loggers, these pilsners. I say that as anchors shuttering its doors, but no, this is this is a great beer. It's uh, it's clocking in at four point nine percent ABV, so you know it's more than like your your uh, Miller Lite, Coors Light, your your light beers, and it's good, it's sessionable. The branding, I got the new branding. There's, I remember seeing like you would know it if you saw it. It's like the um, like. Uh, it's just like an old-timey logo they used to have. And I think I grabbed some back when I saw that there might be... This, the liquor store I know has those. But anyway, I got the new the new one. So yeah, it's a little updated. But man, it's great. It's sessionable, smooth, easy. I'm going to go ahead and say this is a 9-2. 9.2. Great... Great beer. Great craft lager. Hate to see him go. Well, hopefully, I mean, like I said, you never know. Someone could come in last minute and make a purchase. And t- to to clarify, it's owned by Sapporo. So that, uh, like the Japanese beer, I believe, I don't even know if they're like a Japanese company at this point. They might be. I know they brew it in California as well. But you never know. And there were rumblings. I read that, like, the uh, the the staff was looking to unionize and then they couldn't reach an agreement or they didn't want to deal with it so they shut it down so that could be another thing um, they just don't want to deal with the the unionization of their workers so that's a hot topic unions nowadays with the strikes and everything but yeah we'll see hopefully hopefully it can be saved yeah you hate to see it go but that's <laughs> there's there was a pizza shop in harrisburg i forget what was it called i forget but it was supposed to be good and uh that the workers tried to unionize and the owners were just like, yeah, we'll just shut it down. (laughs) Yeah, we'll, uh, we're done. We're closing. They just closed the doors. So yeah, I guess you got to worry about that when you're a small, smaller ish company trying to unionize that, uh, that Dr. Dog actually reminded me and you know, this is all what's there left to say, but I remember I got super into Dr. Dog like right around the time of the uh, the coronavirus, like the pandemic. So that always brings me back to, to that, that era or that time. You know, like how songs will just take you back to when you were like playing them a lot. And that's, that's, yeah, that's like the, uh, that's on the, the, the 2020 pandemic playlist. I remember my birthday is the 26th of March and uh, we were planning to go to Big Sur and that's when everything got kind of like like super intense and like things were shutting down. I think California went into like no one can leave the house. Like everything's done, like curfew, all that. And I, I remember being like, I don't know if I want to go. I mean, this is uh, kind of like unprecedented and I'd rather just stay here in my place and watch TV. But uh, got to give to Gracie. She uh, she was like, nah, we're going. And uh, so it was like this, like kind of anarchist feel to it. It was like, okay, let's uh, let's do this then. But it was like the best decision. Getting up into Big Sur during all of that, uh, and it was awesome because you don't get to see Big Sur like that a lot. There's always crowds. I mean, it is wilderness, and like, you know, you do get your areas of solitude. But you know, there's always tourists and crowds. So it was it was awesome to uh, to see it there in that in that environment. Um, but yeah, speaking of that, this is another uh, this is another guy, Alberta Cross. I got super into Alberta Cross during that time, and this is a song that will always take me back to that uh, that moment. And uh, this is Old Man Chicago, Alberta Cross. 
great tune by Alberta Cross. Alberta freaking Cross. I should just like. Hold on. Kyle's calling me. Let's see. Yo, what's up, man? Yo, how's it going, dude? Dude, what are you doing? Uh, I'm just heading to work, dude. Heading to comedy store. How's that gig going? Dude, it's good. I mean, I've, I haven't, I've only done a few shifts so far, so it's pretty pretty fresh. Pretty fresh, but it's good. You know, it's fun. I'm on sunset right now, driving into the sun. Have, have you been in, like, a road rage recently? I know you're kind of an aggressive driver. I'm an aggressive driver. Where's that coming? Well, I don't know. I mean, you you you're abrasive on the road. We all know that. Uh, I don't know if I'd say abrasive. I look uh, like like a, a lot of people. I sometimes have a bit of a temper. I, I think I like to keep it in check. But have I had any recent road rage? You know, uh, nothing nothing too crazy. I mostly internalize the rage now. I think I just you know sort of get internally mad and then feel bad later. You know. Yeah, this happened to me today. So, you know, like on Rowena, like if you're going away, like towards the Albertsons and you're like on Rowena and yeah. there's, um, I think it's like, it might be Lawson, you know, that like it goes up the hill, but it's, it's got like a big road that leads up to the stop sign. Yes. So I'm on Rowena and there's this white car and I'm just driving and they like, out of nowhere, I mean, probably like three feet in front of me, just like cut me off and go up. Like probably could have hit yeah. me if it was, you know, yeah. a second or two later, but I still had time to turn. So I was like, yeah, you know what? Screw it. So I, t- I took the right and I followed him. And so we get up, to, yeah, we get up to Los Feliz. It was a woman. I didn't do anything bad, but she. <laughs> I didn't do anything bad. No, but I, well. All right, all right. Turn the mic off. Turn the mic off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but you know what I mean. Like I didn't, I didn't swear. I didn't like. I wasn't aggressive. Yeah, yeah. I was seriously just uh-huh. gonna like. So, so she was taking a right on Los Feliz, but she was taking like the like the inside route, and I I, I went okay. around her to take the right. So yeah. like I had the positioning, and I was like side by side. And honestly, I was just gonna be like, hey, why don't you slow down? You're gonna like hurt someone because. Yes, yes. Like, I wasn't going to yell. I was going to be like, hey, roll down the window. Like, can we just slow down? Because I hate how people zip around. Like, it's like, come on. Like, it's it's so pointless. 100%. Like, it's so pointless. I mean, I've had that same thought. Like, in my head, it's always like, it's like much more like calm and they can hear me. They have their window down. I have my window down. And we can like hear each other perfectly. Like, we're in a Fast and Furious movie in different cars and still hear each other. Right. But, you know, that opportunity doesn't present itself. Like, they don't have their window down and like they'd probably be like what fuck you yeah yeah well so so i get there she she like looked at me once and then like kept it straightforward the whole time uh and then yeah and then uh and then so then then it was the game of like chicken like i went to go out but she's like trying to take the right turn and there was only room for one car and i was like you know what you think i'm gonna lose this game no 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 and she backed down so (laughs) i can i consider that a win but, yeah, um, so you had a bit of road rage. No, it wasn't even, but that's the thing, it wasn't even rage. Like, yeah, I probably shouldn't no. have, like, taken the drastic turn to be like, I'm going to follow you, because, like, realistically, what am I going to do? Uh, yeah. B- but, like, I wasn't even going to, like, yell or do anything. I was just like, hey, like, no. slow down tonight. Like, you might hit someone. It's, you know, I don't know. No. Yeah, I've never I've never yelled at anyone or given anyone the fair. I've never done that. I Basically, anytime I get angry, I'll just kind of, like, speed up a little bit. And then I immediately think, this is dumb. Why am I like, why am I driving crazier just because this other person was crazy? For like, sure. For sure. Yeah. The quicker you can come to the realization that like nothing good is going to come from this. Yeah. The better yep. off you are. Yep. Because I'll do that same exact thing where it's like, oh, oh, oh fine. I'll, I'll speed up too. I'm, I'm not going to let you in. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, what's going to happen? Either like you get the more, you get like the personal victory or your car is going to get damaged. And then yeah. you're going to end up paying more dude, money one, regardless. Yeah. Dude, one time I did that when my mom was in the car. Like someone cut me off. I don't even know what they did. And so I did that thing where like I kind of went around them and sped up really fast. And it was like, I only had like one more, one or two blocks to go. And my mom was like, what are you doing? It was, it was, it was stupid. I don't know why huh. I lost my cool. That's funny. Well, don't lose your cool. Yeah, so how much do I owe you for this therapy session, dude? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'll invoice you. But yeah, man, I'll... Okay. Uh, uh, big long-time listener, uh, first-time caller, dude. Thanks so much. <laughs> all right, later, bro. Okay, bye. Kyle Mantani, everybody. Aggressive driver, all-around good dude. So yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the, the funny thing about that, yeah, is road rage is never, <laughs> never the answer. But sometimes it is. You know, sometimes you got to... Just you gotta you gotta just go for it. You gotta you gotta go for it. Um, I'm actually gonna see uh, Deer Tick tonight with uh, opening for Jason Isbell. So that's gonna be a fun time. I think we need a little bit of a music break. Let's wet our music palettes, guys. Let's do a little Deer Tick, Baltimore Blues number one. Who's right? Who got a price 
Deer Tick. Great jam. Looking forward to that. That's coming later tonight. Jason Isbell with uh, Deer Tick opening. Yeah, that, uh, man, that anchor, that steam beer is going down dangerously smooth. I guess it's called a California common beer, but a derivative to the historic steam beer manufactured by anchor. Wow. Learn a lot. Learn a lot reading about that. You know, you know, when people die, you start to see a, a ton about them that you didn't know or different sides, a lot of history. That's what I'm, that's what I'm getting at with this anchor right now. I'm just learning about the history. Oh, wow. Talking about a ton of stuff. So rest in peace, Anchor. But you didn't go down without uh, some lessons being learned. I got an uh, an enamel Dutch oven last week, and I made some beef bolognese, and that was uh, that was fun. I never never made beef bolognese and never had an enamel Dutch oven. I always wanted one, but, you know, you look online, it's like the La Crusades are like 300 bucks, and it's like, eh, don't want to spend 300 bucks on a on a pot but uh found one online so cheaper than that and uh came in good quality so uh yeah made some beef bolognese so basically i never made it before never even really knew how to make it so i watched just some videos you know you gotta get yeah so basically you get an onion carrot gotta get that carrot to add some sweetness yeah so basically on another recipe somebody like um like grinded it down um, or like blended it a little bit. So that's what I did. Cause I, I didn't really want like full carrots in there. So took the onion carrot, put it in, blended it a little bit, got, got down to like, you know, crush it up a little bit. Yeah. So basically what you do from there is, uh, you know, you get your, your, uh, short ribs, you go ahead and brown those bad boys, a little oil. You want to salt them, leave them at room temperature, let them get to room temperature, leave them out, put a little salt on there. And, um, and uh yeah brown those bad boys in the uh in the pot pull them out leave all those juices in there with the oil and you go ahead and you know throw your onions throw your carrots in there stir them around a little bit then add your chopped garlic then once you do that you want to put a little tomato paste get that pasty keep keep you know cooking it around steph curry with the pot and then uh you want to add your wine so you know Two cups, I don't know, I just kind of pour it in by feel. Two cups of wine, put that in there. Then you want to add your beef stock. Then you want to add your um, your tomatoes, crushed tomatoes. I did one can. One of those, like, bigger cans, one one bigger can. Like, two cups of two cups of chicken broth. Or, no, beef broth. Beef broth. And then, yeah, stir that around. Add some seasoning, a few bay leaves. Get your, put some garlic, some uh garlic powder in there some salt some pepper i might be missing something there's there's a ton of different ways to to do it but you know then you add your beef back let that simmer you know for a couple hours then pull your beef out shred it apart serve that with some pappardelle Mm, so good so there's still some of that in the fridge but yeah it was good there's a few things i think i would do differently um maybe a little more I wouldn't say it was like I wouldn't say it was runny by any means, but I, I would like it a little bit thicker. Um, I don't know. I got to go back to my notes, but yeah, it was super good, super easy too. Just one of those things, you know. Got an afternoon, throw it in there. It's great. Glad to have one of those uh, one of those Dutch ovens. But yeah, let's uh, let's keep it rolling. That last song reminded me of the Wood Bros, the Wood Brothers, and uh, let's do Postcards from Hell, the Wood Brothers.
just what he feels Keeps a letter in the pocket of his coat But he never breaks the seal Set up in a barroom corner Playing for tips and beer People carrying on and drinking And you got a strain to hear I've seen him play on some old cheap guitar But he could play on pots and pans So, so pure and true It's flowing right out of his hands And he can sing sweet as a choir girl And he can sing a house on fire I seen him calling up the angels And use a breeze for a telephone wire But if you ask him How he sings this blues so well He says, I got a soul that I won't sell I got a soul that I won't sell I got a soul that I won't sell And I don't read postcards from hell Texas Playing out since he's 15 And you can't hear a little Chicago And a lot of New Orleans And he can't take you on a freight train And he can't take you down the alley And he can't take you to the church you through the valley and if you ask him how he sings this blues so well he says I got a soul that I won't sell I got a soul that I won't sell I got a soul that I won't sell and I don't read postcards from hell He 
says, I got a soul that I won't sell. 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 It's how I sing my blues so well. And I don't read postcards from hell. Oh, yeah. I've been uh, binge watching Suits, but it's been like a long binge watch. I think there's eight seasons. And I've been like, I've been putting in work, like talking, you know, fitting in scenes here, fitting in scenes there. Like this isn't just sit down with dinner. This is a uh, it's a lifestyle. So like, you know, lunch, putting it in, got a break, I'm working. I got got Suits on and I'm like, I feel like I've been doing it for like three weeks. Great show great show um yeah i know some people are like oh, i binge watched this this weekend it's like uh, maybe a season yeah i mean yeah i could take down a season depending i mean their, their seasons are like 16 17 episodes like if there's like a 10 episode season you can take that down pretty easily but yeah so i think i'm on season six and i actually i was doing it solo it was my it was my obsession and then gracie caught on to it or like I was like, oh, let's watch Suits, and I played her a couple episodes. So now, so now she's like, she's into it, and she didn't even watch like the first four seasons and like some like episodes here and there on season five. So like now I can't watch it without her. One of those things. So I'm just used to be my addiction. Now it's both of us. We got to use together, you know. But anyway, with all that being said, it's funny. Like uh, I tend to do this with like because like I feel like I throw myself into. Uh, into things like I don't like uh, like like I I like I said like I watch it at at lunch I watch it when I you know when I wake up I kind of throw it on going to bed it's the last thing so I feel like I I have this thing where, like I take on like the uh, the personality of like the lead character of the show I'm watching like when I like rewatched The Sopranos this was like e- years ago now that I've rewatched it but like I'd be like walking around like Tony Soprano my my robe my like my boxers in my robe grabbing for the gabagool like <laughs> thinking I was a mob boss I remember I was watching Snowfall and like uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar but it's a show uh and Idris plays I guess you could say what was it like it wasn't Rick Ross was it Rick Ross anyway it's about I, th- I think it was Ricky Rose, Freeway, Freeway Ricky, but it was about uh, how the CIA brought crack into America to fund the Nicaraguan War, and uh, so I was watching that and like, like binging that, and I was like taking on the personality of Franklin, which he's like some drug, to, not like to an extreme, but like it's just in my head. So like now that I'm watching Suits, I'm like. Like, why have I've always watched like, uh, like, um, interrogation videos, but now I'm like, oh, you know, oh, you're being deposed, oh, this and that. It's just, it's just funny. Super, uh, I wonder if anyone else does that. Let me know if you do that. Is that, is that a, is that a weird thing to do? Probably, but I feel like it's probably more normal than I think, more common. Well, like I mentioned, I'm about to head out to this uh, Deer Tick Jason Isbell concert up at the Greek Theater in Los Angeles. So, got to kind of wrap up. But it's been another lovely sesh. Um, hopefully, you guys like the jams. Uh, tell Kyle to slow down on the roadways. Let's get out of here. Let's uh, let's give it to the man. Kick it to the man himself. And uh, I'm seeing Jason Isbell in the 400 unit. So, uh uh, I guess his band. Who knows? But let's uh, let's do that. Jason Isbell in the 400 unit. Death Wish. Guys, see you next week.
be safe, be smart, have fun. Cheers. Did you ever love a woman with a death wish? Something in her eyes like flipping off a light switch. Everybody dies, but you gotta find a reason to carry on.